And we're off. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time, Tuesday, June 13th, 2023 A.D. Here in Los Angeles. Let me make sure. Have it on my checklist, I guess. Mental checklist, anyway. Nice. Uh, I like to make sure that the Odyssey feed is going. We're going to have a fun Tuesday show, everybody. Talk about the hate signs around Los Angeles. Yes, I'm constantly uh, changing up my nice little background here. Mm, All right, all right. Uh, Yeah, these, uh, I told you about those uh, Jewish victimhood signs in L.A. about, oh, we're only 75 years outside of the uh, Holocaust, so a sign, we're going to hashtag end Jew hatred. By having a sign, and you you should do your part. Amazing shirt, Hake. Background, not so much. Says it's the real Mr. Mad. Whatever, man. I'm working on it. Uh, and uh, I have a nice little update on that sign. It's, it's, uh, there is some beautiful scenery. Not going up around it. Some uh, homeless tents. Ridiculous. There's these bumper stickers about we will not go, we're not going back. Something like that. About Planned Parenthood. I guess it means back to where back alley abortions or something like that. That's L.A. for you. Dirty, trashy, spreading hatred, spreading hatred. Um, watch yourself. Always watch yourself, though. You don't want to hate them just because they're haters. You know what I mean? Uh... It's good advice for all things, even in marriages, ladies and gentlemen. Did you know, married ladies and married gentlemen, watch, they watch Hake. Why am I putting a WH sound? Background mint green? I know, I'm trying to adjust, adjust, adjust. Uh, censorship of real stuff by the fakes. Going to talk about that Mumford and Sons. Is he a guitarist? Or is he a banjoist? Or is it a banjo guitar? So does it still count as a guitarist? That guy who quit Mumford & Sons, which was a popular band uh, back then. Back then. Back then. <laughs> Recently. Like 10 years ago. Uh, he quit. He quit because he likes true stuff, I guess. True factual information. And the liberals on Twitter hate him for it. It's ridiculous. He tweeted a congratulations to Andy No a year ago, and he caught some major backlash. Andy No exposed evil Antifa, I think. Background looks too washed up, Hake. You mean washed out, the real Mr. Mad. You want me to go back to yesterday's? Too bad. I'm going to stick with this one. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. Don't worry. Uh, the, and then they, these same s- silly liberals pretend like they're not for censorship. They pretend like they're not f- for censorship. We're going to ban book bans. J.D. Pritzker. Is he the fat one? Shout out to the fat people. Out of Illinois, the governor. Democrat. Demon rat. 
he said, we're, we're going to prevent book bans. I told you a little bit about it in Hague News at the end of hour two, I guess, of the Jason Lee Peterson show. Uh, they're pretending like they're, oh, the Republicans are the real book burners. Yes, we, we, we ban degenerate, lying, propaganda, dirty books. And I don't know if the Republicans are doing right. I haven't looked into those bills, nor am I that interested. But I am pro-censorship. I'm for freedom of speech, of valuable speech, freedom to tell the truth, not vulgar lies and terrible lies. And by the way, that's what the parents wanted because they finally found out what you people are pushing down the throats of the kids when they had the China virus commie shutdowns. Anyway. And there are some climate anxious, because there is such a thing as climate anxiety, children, Gen Zers, alleged Gen Zers, ages 5 to 22. I didn't know Gen Z was age 5, as as young as age 5. I don't know if that's true. But they're suing the state of, what, Montana for uh, fossil fuels, violating their constitution to give children a clean and healthful environment. Give me a break. So dumb. And some hate chat and some Richard Levine. Am, am I allowed to dead name him? Her? It? That guy? Rachel? Everybody calls this person Rachel Levine. <sighs> it's out of respect. It's out of respect. Self-respect? Respect for the man? Respect for my audience? Respect for the kids? Not to call him... Rachel. I get that he may have legally changed his name to Rachel. It's ma'am! <laughs> He's talking about uh, transitioning kids. It's safe and effective. <laughs> I laugh, but it's vulgar. I did not bleep anything that he said. Or he, he, he she? Female-minded liberal male, right? Uh... But I did censor the face. I censored the face. Because I respect myself and you. Maybe. All that and your calls, if you would like to call in, guys. But anyway, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. you guys doing? I am fine. I am wearing one of my Trump t-shirts. Trump Tower. It says Trump here. And it has the American flag faded out on this blue, navy blue t-shirt. It probably has a little bit of, I feel like it has a little bit of uh, polyester in it. Mostly cotton, but it has a little bit of polyester, which I don't like. I don't like any polyester in my t-shirts. Uh, but yeah, uh, tomorrow is going to be Trump's birthday, also known as Flag Day. Did you know that? So, uh, I guess I'm a day early. Let's hope he makes it. 
President Trump uh, arrested or something like that. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, but anyway, yeah, I got this in Vegas. I like to go to Vegas. Las Vegas, that is. Uh, papa. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. Trump Tower. And Trump's Vegas place, it doesn't have any... People are like, oh, he, has, he sells uh, gambling, slot machines. That's immoral. Well, I don't know if he does, because I don't think that there is any slot machines or gambling inside of the Trump Hotel in Las Vegas. It's just a beautiful, golden-colored-looking tower. No towers in chat! (laughs) I disavow towers, except for Trump Tower. He goes to Vegas for the lights. Indeed. I like the lights. (laughs) So, by the way, I'm streaming on a... on a... Kick again. So uh, you can zero watchers on Kick and on Twitter, but I have people watching on YouTube and Rumble and D Live and Odyssey, maybe. So nice. And maybe a Twitch sometimes. And of course, the Facebook crew. Anybody over there on the Facebook crew? Nice to see you, Kale. Okay, let's get into this. I was walking around Los Angeles yesterday, and I saw some hate signs. There's hate signs all over Los Angeles. And no, I'm not just talking about Black Lives Matter yard signs or in this house, we believe Black Lives Matter. Women's rights are human rights. No human is illegal. Uh, Science is real. Kindness is everything. And blah, 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 blah. No, not those hate signs. Those are hate signs as well. (laughs) Liberal political signs. No, I don't mean Marianne Williamson uh, 2024 signs. That's a hate sign as well. (laughs) It is. Although it's not as offensive as some of the ones that I just mentioned. But uh, is it just me? Is it just me or are these hate signs? I guess you got to watch yourself. Always watch yourself and the hatred that crops up towards the hate-filled... Liberals, always watch yourself. So some pictures, I saw this Jewish victim billboard like I, like I told you guys. Oh, man. Uh, you know, the pink, the ugly pink one makes me want to spit. Uh, in the hate signs, there it is. You're nice. He already found it. He's way ahead of me. Uh, we're just 75 years since the, I'm speaking in like a Hillary Clinton voice for some reason, since the gas chambers. So no, a billboard calling out Jew hate. They have to make it sound uh, so ugly, Jew hate. And that's not good because that makes you associate the word Jew with ugliness. Isn't an overreaction. Hashtag end Jew hatred. I've talked about this sign like three different shows already, right? And they point you to a website, jewbelong.com. Horrible, horrible color scheme. Just an eyesore. <laughs> and now they have a new eyesore right in front of it. On the, uh, this is a, I don't know if you guys can tell, this is a traffic island. Is that what it's called? The center divider between, uh, between uh, incoming traffic and outgoing traffic or whatever you call it? I don't know. The Central Divider Island. Meridian. I don't know. Midian? 
<laughs> not Midian. Um, a whole bunch of, if you're watching the video, um, I'll describe this. Ugly pink billboard with ugly, not even serif, just sans serif, bold font, white letters over it. Too much, too much letters, and I've taken a picture of it, which means I find it beautiful. I find this ugly thing very beautiful. I learned in art class, photography class, that you take a picture of an ugly thing, you're saying that you find that ugly thing very beautiful. Uh, for social commentary, I guess. And it has ugly... What is this stuff called? Tarpaulin? Is that what you guys called it? Tarpaulin. Tarps. Ugly tarps over ugly... Uh, Tents. For about a decade, or maybe more, these... These pesky... Homeless people, bums, I shall call them, unhoused neighbors, have been putting up tents that somebody bought them, probably, or maybe they bought for themselves. Median. Not Meridian. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, top-level bro. You're a top-level bro. You live up to your name. Uh, Just brazenly camping. And there there are other tents just down the way. And another another tent right next to the Dunkin' Donuts shop, which is a downgrade. It It used to be a nice coffee bean where you could sit inside of it. Now it's a... They totally rearranged the interior. It's ugly, too. Everything's getting worse post-China virus, right? So ugly. Ugh. And it's interesting because the d- same mama spirit, victim-minded do-gooder people who types who put up that billboard pushing victimhood like they're going to end hatred towards anybody. They're not going to you're not going to end hatred towards anybody by putting up that sign. You're, only, you're tempting the evil spirit uh, to uh, despise you even more when you put out that victimhood mumbo-jumbo stuff. Even if it's true factual history stuff, which, uh, which I'm sure it is, right? Uh, the same people enable these tents to be popping up everywhere. Oh, and they're victims. They're victims of homelessness. They're experiencing homelessness. Outdoorsmen living in nature. I know, exactly. I don't even particularly like seeing tents out in the wild. But that's where they belong, is out in the wild when you're camping. Not to scapegoat these people who are these victim-minded people, because when you scapegoat somebody, you're setting them up for uh, genocide or something, right? Everybody's been scapegoated. I learned the word scapegoat in, like, high school or maybe younger than that when I learned about the Holocaust. I almost was... I'm not going to say it. Um, I learned that Jewish people were scapegoated in uh, Germany. Just like whites, white people are scapegoated today in America. More like Americant. So don't be scapegoating. <laughs> uh, I guess we are all responsible for uh, 
allowing this homelessness mess to continue. Although, I mean, what am I going to do? I just have to have to have to stand there and take it. Don't let it bother you, me. Um, by the way, speaking of using these center dividers, these beautiful islands in the middle of traffic lanes for unorthodox means, this is not the first time I've heard of these things being used for that. I feel halfway guilty when I'm crossing the street and I stand too long on those center dividers. I have jogged up and down them. Over in Upland, there is a beautiful street called Euclid that you can... It, it's a, they turned it into a trail where you can jog and walk and people can walk their dogs or kick around the soccer ball or whatever up and down this beautiful Euclid Street in Upland, California. Beautiful area, especially the further north you go. Further south... Uh, and so people use these things for beautiful things, but now it's like an eyesore, and it's dangerous because I thought I saw a black gal in this one. Well, she's not, may not be dangerous, but anyway, I'm just saying you don't know who's there and what they may do. Uh, <laughs> Stephen, Will, don't be saying that. Um, a Mormon, a white Mormon friend of mine, I knew a Mormon when I was growing up, or two. He used that street island thing, center divider with grass, beautiful trees, in like Arcadia, up in our, he drove up to Arcadia from El Monte, and uh, had a nice dinner date with a gal, young lady, when, it, when we were in high school. It's a better use for the center divider, in my opinion, than these homeless bums. He may have even called the city of of Arcadia or Los Angeles County, whatever part it was, and uh, gotten permission to use the center divider for that, or the police station. Hey, can I use the center divider, set up a table and some candles, and have a nice dinner date with my gal? In between, up on Santa Anita, Santa Anita, uh, whatever. Yeah, the Asians have taken over Arcadia. It used to be white. Now it's Asians filled with a bunch of McMansions. I know some older boomers, based boomers, I love boomers, who are not happy with how the Asians, although they don't have so much out-in-the-open crime and homelessness and turn stuff into ghettos, they turn the neighborhoods into a bunch of McMansions all close to each other, get rid of the, make it two-story things or, or taller, mess up the skyline, you can't, or the, uh, you can't see the mountains over there, there's... McMansions, their little, their little palace-looking houses. It used to be these nice tract homes for the uh, GIs who came home from World War II and had the baby booms, boomers. And the kids grew up in nice, safe, white areas. And now the Asians took it over and turned it all. Everybody wants to go out to Arcadia High School now. What a mess. Anyway, here's another hate sign. We will never go back. I spent 10 minutes on that. (laughs) Anyway, we will never go back. Planned Parenthood. This happens to be on a a Subaru. Love. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. But this is not a love sign. It's a hate sign. It's a hate. Uh, What is that called? Bumper sticker. We won't go back. Planned Parenthood. 
Calling perpetrators victims, right? PlannedParenthoodAction.org. Planned Parenthood, act no matter what. That's what they say. That's what their tagline is. Act no matter what. What? And I'm calling them, I call them perpetrators because they're calling perpetrators victims because women who want to kill their babies in their womb, even if it's in a back alley, they can't do it safely or rarely. They want to do it in back alleys with coat hangers and stuff. Did that really happen in back alleys outdoors? Did that really happen? And whose fault is that if it did? Their fault. They're perpetrators. They're not victims, but the Planned Parenthood wants to pretend like they're victims. I think that's what they're talking about by back. We won't go back, meaning back to where it was illegal to kill babies in the womb. In different places, it was. And it is again. We won't go back. By the way, so I say it's like they're blaming us for wanting moral morality and and real responsibility which is freedom you can't have freedom without responsibility they want freedom without responsibility that's not freedom that's special treatment that is enablement to commit evil without responsibility that's what planned parenthood is about that's what uh these get out of jail stuff is about you know no money bail that's what uh, abortion is about, killing the, killing the babies so you don't have to have the child that you create, that you mixed together and helped make, right? You had a hand in making, you're responsible for what you do. Even in the case of so-called rape, uh, most of the time, the woman who gets herself thatted, R-worded, aped, Bears some responsibility. We need to victim blame if we're to love the alleged victim. Because love means holding them responsible for what their actions, their actions brought about that, brought that on in many different cases. Probably most cases. Uh, Responsibility. Oh, the right to carry guns, and then you're responsible if you commit a crime, right? They want to blame men and Republicans for uh, their having the sex out of wedlock or having getting pregnant when they didn't want to get pregnant, and then they're wanting to have the uh, to uh, they're blaming somebody who doesn't have anything to do with what their what their situation is. Other than that, we're not going to give them the special treatment to kill the babies in the womb. Just like they want to blame the NRA for, uh, you know, the conservatives, the men, the responsible people, for the irresponsible liberals shooting up fellow liberals in school shootings, in uh, various shootings in uh, Chicago, Chi-Town, 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 whatever it is. I know it's Chi-Town. They want to blame us for their acting out of control and having problems with uh, killing one another. For their getting rid of having gun-free zones, getting rid of guns from zones so that they're ducks in a barrel, sitting ducks in a barrel or fish in a barrel. They blame us for something that they're doing because it's the liberals, it's angry people. 
committing murders with guns. You know what I mean, Jellybean? Assaults with guns. Conservatives don't do that. Unless they're angry conservatives, in which case they're liberals, they're socialists. Don't you listen to the Jesse Lee Peterson show? I know I do, sometimes. Isn't that a good point? They're blaming us for, uh, they, they want to, they're just no responsibility. Typical, typical women. Shout out to the women, ladies. I know lovely ladies listen to Hake and some not so lovely ladies. Shout out to the not so lovely ladies as well. <laughs> uh... They want to act like the men are the ones who are irresponsible. Yes, we are irresponsible. But they're irresponsible too. Isn't that interesting? By the way, last little point. This, here's another eyesore. Is it a hate symbol? Maybe it is. This is Indiana Jones. That's enough pink stuff for you, right? At least we don't have a... At least Indiana Jones dial of destiny. How can they... Can they get any more corny with their movie title names? Indiana Jones, at least his billboard's not pink. Indiana Jones, has he always been a lame simp? Harrison Ford, you know that actor Han Solo from uh, Star Wars? Is Star Wars? He keeps making the no true Scotsman fallacy. Someone does something bad, they must be liberal. No real conservative has anger? Okay, that's right, Steve. No real conservative has anger. If you have anger, you're a liberal. Think about it. And a socialist. Just ask JLP. <laughs> but thank you, Steve. Um, I, th- I suspect that he's always been lame. Because I remember... I watched some of these. I watched... Uh, when I was a kid, I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark. That wasn't such a corny name, was it? I don't think. I did not watch... Indiana Jones is in the Temple of Doom because I heard that it was gory and ugly and scary and I was sheltered. Um, I eventually watched the one with that guy uh, who, who died who said some based stuff about on rare occasion it's right maybe to slap a woman, strike a woman. Um, you know, on rare occasion. Just, just if, only when it's justified. I forget what his name is. He was, he died. British guy. He played James Bond in the past. Uh, so I watched that one. And then these, these got cornier and cornier. But I feel like back even then, I remember he was hating. He was a hater. Han Solo. I mean, Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford. He's all, oh, snakes. I hate snakes. You're not supposed to hate snakes. And then I remember one, another time, he's like, Nazis. I hate Nazis. But you're not supposed to hate. Maybe he hated it out of love. But nowadays, he's a simp. My, my view of Harrison Ford has gone way down. Ever since I saw that one movie with the cool-voiced uh, bad Darth Vader son or whatever. Not Darth Vader's son. Yeah, Sean Connery is who I was talking about. He turned into a simp for that gal, Princess Leia, who got all old and she died. Not that old, but she got, she died at maybe too young. Princess Leia, the actress who, who pray, played Princess Leia died. They call her General Leia. Oh, no. <laughs> Terrible. General Leia. <laughs> She's a princess. She's not a general. Uh, Hake says, Hake, 
I mean, a spoiler alert says, hey, so reminder that, surprisingly, Harry, Harrison Ford is ethnically Jewish. Oh, I didn't know that. That's not a reminder. That's a, that's a, that's a revelation. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Harrison Ford. He had a crystal skull or something like that movie, Indiana Jones, that I didn't watch either. And now it's a, uh, and he's all old looking, but that's okay. Shout out to old looking people. Dial of Destiny. That doesn't sound cool. Destiny is a girl name. <laughs> Dial? What? Dial is soap. Dial of Destiny? What? <laughs> Type of thing are you into now, Indiana Jones? <laughs> anyway. It seems corny. Yeah, Star Wars. Star Wars, he was as total simp as Han Solo for, uh, he was just bossed around by Princess Leia, General Leia, and he got himself, well, I don't want to spoil the movie, but anyway, I actually kind of liked that movie, because I liked how the bad guy, the young bad guy, who is also a Jewish guy, I think, he played in Black Klansman. Uh, I liked his voice talking in his head also with uh, a gal who is a Star Wars Luke Skywalker S gal talking in her head with him. It was fantastical. It was about fantasies, I guess. So I don't know if I am justified in liking that. But anyway. Oh, by the way, side note. I forgot to mention, I think, Louis Farrakhan or Louis Farrakhant. Speaking of the abortions mess. Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia, was also ethnically Jewish. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> How do you know all this stuff, man? <laughs> awesome. And she died too soon. Gone too soon. Rest in peace, Princess Leia. Oh, she had a mess of a life, I think. As I recall, I think JLP covered her life. She and her mother and stuff, or her daughter. Just mess. Uh, Louis Farrakant, per The Antidote, by JLP, Healing America from the Poison of Hate, Blame, and Victimhood. I think he said that his mother told him that he, she tried to abort him with a coat hanger. Whoa! Ooh. Not to be too graphic. Sorry, kids. Ladies. Tender-hearted people. Children who are not tender, tender-hearted. Hey, yes, Hake, don't spoil a 35-year-old movie. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the newer one. It, I think it's maybe like 20 years old or less. 10 years. Or less. Uh, so yeah, no wonder Louis Farrakhan is so angry. You know what I mean? And I won't say jelly bean because I don't want to be too corny. Don't be too corny. But no wonder he's so angry and because he's angry. He'll say some stuff that's true. He'll mix some truth in with the lies. And the biggest lie is anger, right? Uh, Steve, just to address your little thing about... Oh, no true Scotsman fallacy. Give me a break. With your fallacies. With your, uh... Your learning about arguments. Now, nah, I don't mean to be so nasty and dismissive toward you. I do mean to be that, but I, I don't want to be like that. Yeah. Uh... Think about it. If you're angry, you're trying to control people, you're trying to control your life... If you're not angry, 
you're not trying to control anything. You know you're, you're not in control. You let people be. So, boom, liberal, socialist. <laughs> to a certain extent, I would say. Let me get to a uh, caller or two. I feel like I've talked too long. Let me get to Frederick in Los Angeles, California. Uh, Frederick, thanks for calling and holding. How you doing? How's it going, Hank? Going well, thank you. Hey, you know what you just did today? Yeah, what I do? Jesse just made a case for reparations. Y'all owe them please reparations. <laughs> No. Y'all done shorted their lifespan. They can't jump as high as they used to, and they are getting them a disservice. So that's why black people need reparations. Who could have predicted that? And <laughs> I'm doing my fingers together. Who could like have a, predicted that? Who could have predicted that we use human nature or flea animal nature against the fleas or humans? We're using human right. nature against the humans by tempting them yep. with the. Uh, uh, free stuff and pornography and uh, and uh, I don't socialism. Think it was the free stuff that made the fleas stop stop jumping. So I know, high. but I free free stuff is what made the blacks stop jumping so high. No, it was the captivity. No, no, that they that made you jump higher. Captivity. Captivity made you jump higher than ever in the sky. You've never no, had it so that's good. Not true. That's not true. True or false? You've never had true or false. You've never had it so good as in America, you black people. Shout out to the blacks. Because we're only born once. You can't have it as good as if you live twice. I know, but but, uh, blacks nowhere else in the world are blacks better off. uh, At least in terms of finances. I don't know about that. In finance, in finance, they'd be one of the richest countries in the world. If it was black Americans became their own country? There's some countries in Africa and Nigeria that ain't doing too bad. I know that. And they're probably doing better morally, too, because they're they're not as victim-minded, maybe. As the Christians, the Christians are victim-minded. Jews, Christians. Like the blacks? Let my people go. Like the blacks, the Christians and Jews are... Are you saying the Christians and Jews are victim-minded like the blacks? I'm just saying victim-minded, period. How about like the blacks? <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna say like the blacks. You don't wanna say you don't wanna admit that blacks are victim minded too? We're a product. That's what all victims say. I'm a product. The product of our environment. See? Victim. That's not a victim. Yeah. Huh? If you're on the low end of the scale, you're giving us power to say we're a victim to say we're in the worst shape. You do have you power to say you're a victim. What's wrong with the blacks if you think if we if you think we were all equal, you wouldn't be asking what's wrong with the blacks every day, huh? That's blaming. There is no such like thing as all equal. Like, yeah. I'm except serious, I I'm except serious. I speak to you as straight across as my equal, saying be better, be better, like a uh, me. No, no well you, you too. Yes, to you. Yeah, because you're bad. such a normie. In so many different ways, you listen to the mainstream media. No, I'm people's party all the way. That's the Cornell West. That's normie. I'm not for the Democrats or the Republicans. You know what I'm and saying? And so you think you're independent-minded because you're a dumb socialist? Sorry to the dumb people. I'm, 
I'm a yeah. I am Shout a out to the dumb people. See, then then the you're then you don't think for yourself. That call that means you're a normie. Now everybody's a Marxist nowadays. You're you're silly. You go along with the crowd. No, yeah. I don't go wrong. I'm talking about the workers decide what to do with the surplus. You're not a worker. You're not a worker. You're retired because you get free money from uh, the government because you so- so-called served it in the military. It doesn't matter. It's talking about the, you're not a the worker. state of America. What's going to make America better you're whether not, I'm working or not? I'm you're not a person. But then don't talk about workers. It doesn't matter. Workers are not, yeah. socialists are not workers. Well, I volunteer. How about that? I work. That's cute. That's not work. That's what? <laughs> That's cute. That's not work. It is work. No. Volunteer oh, work. No. <laughs> That's don't don't embarrass yourself. You're a man. I'm a peer support specialist. <laughs> I help veterans get off the street. Oh, isn't that and cute? I volunteer. Isn't that cute. cute? It's what's needed. <laughs> I'm about to run for city council. I see what's going on. Oh, no. I see exactly what's city going council. on. City council. people like you. To be honest, I, I don't know if you would do too bad at city council. Maybe you would. You'd probably do pretty badly at city council. No, it's I don't crazy. think people are going to take you seriously because you're, you're goofy, kind of. Wait till I start taxing the rich. No. You got you to gotta be. Everybody's gotta taxing the rich. Me. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, I'm well, a salary capitalist. Actually, I Listen, am. China, we done been losing war games to China for 10 years. And you got callers calling in like China's not a threat. Their money is going to top our dollar if we don't fix this. And the CEOs are the ones stealing all the money. Capitalism. But if you like the rich going to be communi- their That's communism. That's commie like capitalism. You give milk to your kids, and you're going to be that's, wondering, how did this work? That's this commie happen? capitalism. Commie capitalism? Yes, no. commie capitalism. Capitalism period right now. In no, we don't have capitalism period. If we had capitalism period, we would own our stuff, and there would be no, there would be no taxes. No, that's not how it works. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, the rich would... Pay their fair share. They already pay more than their fair share. Buddy, you don't know what's fair. Socialists are not for what's fair. You're for you're for envy and victim minded mess mumbo jumbo. Socialism is for what's fair. No, it's not. The post office the post office is free, ain't it? No, it's not. This post office is not free. Well, I mean, it gets taken out of your taxes, but you get your milk. And it's not right? very well run. You don't have a personal private company reading your mail. The government does. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, they do read my mail, allegedly. No, they don't read your mail. It's a so you're just like Cortez. You're like Sandy Cortez. Mm-mm. You don't think for yourself. How old are you? You're forty something years old. I definitely think for myself. I definitely think for no, myself. No, you don't. Y'all, I don't think you know what that means to think for, for yourself. Republicans, you turn for the Republicans and the Democrats, and don't understand the central banks are the third man in a fist fight. As soon as one start winning, he helps the one that's losing, and then y'all keep fighting amongst yourselves while they get rich. Hey, nah, hey, Freddie is hey, smart. Hey, wake up. 
listen. Wake up? What, do you, what does it mean to wake up from somebody who's, who believes in Cornell West and Marxism? I'm telling you, that's what America was founded on. America was people founded on Marxism? Something different than a, people think a republic is something different. America was founded Marx. on Karl Marx before Marx was born? No. Not before Marx was born, but Marxist ideas, socialist ideas. Or maybe Marx was born before. Was Marx born before America was founded? What? Was Marx born before America was founded? No, not 1776. Okay. But they had ideas. But they had ideas. According to Big Bump, according to Big Bump, the post office is one of the only actually constitutional services by the so-called government. The whole rest of it is unconstitutional. (laughs) (laughs) Unconstitutional? What's the rest of it? What is he talking about the rest of it? Well, he didn't say that. I said that. I said the rest of it is unconstitutional. No, it became constitutional in 1933 when they made hospital founding um, hospitals where they put police departments and that was fire a mistake, right? In every hospital where you can drop your baby off with no blame and no prosecution, and then they start like, okay, yeah, we're gonna make these social security numbers and print money for each one of these babies. So go ahead, and let's uh, start the the uh, social security up and start. You're rambling. I don't know what you're talking You're rambling, and and if I'm everybody, nobody is listening to you. I know what I wanted to tell you. Yeah. Did you know that they, um, in 1970, they gave the Bible to the Indians and said that the Indians killed Jesus, the Panoe Indians? (laughs) Have you heard this story? No, that sounds Mormon. Shout out to the Mormons. (laughs) Uh, I got to go, man. Nice talking with you. To get them to believe in Christianity, they said that they're going to be thrown in the hell fire. All right, I'm going to bring more on that report later on. Okay, thanks, Frederick, in uh, Los Angeles. Okay. He could be smart if he woke up. It's not that he's saying everything, not that everything he's saying is untrue. It's just that he's a know-it-all and he believed in Cornell West. Oh, no, that's terrible. Oh, before I get back to calls, I think that I did this Super Chat justice. I saw a Super Chat came in yesterday on Streamlabs.com slash The Hake Report. There's also uh, buymeacoffee.com slash The Hake Report and Kofi.com slash The Hake Report. And one came in saying uh, about, well, distress, struggling, a lady struggling uh, that her husband seems to make what she called intimacy into his God, his false idol, and try not to judge him, doesn't want to judge him. Um, but how to deal with it best. And I think that I read it. During, I was remiss in not reading it earlier, but I read it during the last track with either Andy Lau or Jackie Chung singing their nice song, bouncy song or whatever. Dancy, bouncy song. Yeah, I think that was an Andy Lau song from the 90s. And I said, yeah, watch yourself. Watch what's going on with, in you, inside of you 
what the evil spirits are telling you and making you feel. Because I think that that's the best advice. But I will add, I suppose, that you could bring it up with him because you don't want to, like, ask me for advice. You should ask him for advice first on how to deal with it. Because I hear that, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, John Frederick. When he says that, does he mean the S word? (laughs) Yes. I believe that she means the S word, and when I say it, that's what I mean, too. (laughs) Max Rex says maybe she should quit being a boop, which didn't used to be a bad word. And and (laughs) I can't say that. I can't say that, Max Rex, but yeah, maybe. Although, I've heard from wiser, older men that sometimes men want that more than it's good for the woman to do that. I've heard. I've heard. (laughs) I have no first-hand experience on that matter. Not that I need any. (laughs) So, yes, maybe you're right, Max. Maybe. He said maybe. Although... The males have that false need, right? It's, it's not a need. It's not a need. I learned in school people were trying to call that a need. That's not a need. It's a want. It's not a need. People acting like that's a need. It's not a need. Am I right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm just right. And I'm speaking around it for the sake of the kids. And it's a family-friendly show. And plus, I don't really... Turn on the AC. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> Yes, parody bear, that. The S word. (laughs) People acting like, oh, satisfy my needs. That's not needs. (laughs) It never made sense to me to call it a need. Uh, Yeah, you'll you'll survive without it, so yeah. Thank you, Jacob35. And in fact, I learned from Dr. Singh that that stuff, it's not like it gets pent up inside you. It comes out when you go to the bathroom. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I heard. Anyway, never mind. <laughs> we can save this content for Joel Friday TV. Hank is G. JLP is PG. Joel Friday TV is PG-13. And Nick the American Anchor Baby is R. Rated R. That's our running joke here. Although there's truth to it. Uh... So, yeah, I, I say it's not wrong to bring it up to him and ask him about it. Uh, to uh, my super chatter from yesterday, who, I don't know if you caught it, but I did address it yesterday at the end of the show, at the end of the Andy Lau song, during the end of the Andy Lau song. Uh, it's a quote-unquote need if it becomes an addiction. Yeah, but even, <laughs> even that, it's like a addiction is like a state of mind at that point. Maybe. <laughs> hey, thank God you read it when the song was playing. It was such an upbeat response. Yeah, I know, huh? <laughs> so, yeah, a- ask him. Ask your husband. Don't be asking me for advice, ladies, before you ask your husband for advice or ask JLP for advice. Because some l- ladies, it seems like, may be looking up to some other male or man for answers when they should ask their husbands first. 
And then if you want, you can uh, always call in to uh, JLP or the uh, Bond office to request private counseling. 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 Rebuildingtheman.com slash counseling. Or 1-800-411-BOND. 1-800-411-2663. Or the the local number is 323-782-1980. 1-323-782-1980. And you can call even right now. The the switch, the operators are at the switchboards. (laughs) No, you can call the front desk and uh, hear about it possibly schedule it and uh it's quite affordable quite cool either one person or couples or the whole family and it can be done over the phone or over skype or in person <laughs> that's gross yes that's good that's a good that was a good act of censorship whoever censored that chat <laughs> uh, i am pro censorship Okay, so some Super Chats, guys, since we're on the Super Chat thing. Uh, Papa, over on DLive with a couple of diamonds, Greenwall <laughs> gave, a, gave a naive diamond. Shout out to Greenwall. And it's funny because I'm calling him naive. I'm the naive one. He says, quote, he asks, I believe it's a he. Came from Cozy, must be a he, right? Or are there ladies who go to Cozy? Maybe there are. I think there are. What kinds of books do you like to read? (laughs) Says Greenwall. (laughs) I don't like to read books. Although I used to like to read Calvin and Hobbes uh, comic strip book compilation. You know, like the, uh, what is that thing called? Anniversary or whatever. With a, with a dictionary on the other hand, because I had to look up the words that Calvin would sometimes use. By Bill Watterson. I used to like to read, you know, I used to actually, I used to like to read books, actually. When I was homeschooled, like in sixth grade and third grade. I read Huckleberry Finn. It was okay. Tom Sawyer, I might have read. I think I preferred Huckleberry Finn. Uh... I read some other books, Isaac Newton, maybe, his, a biography about him, different books. I used to like to read comic books, G.I. Joe comic books, uh, and other things. There was this graphic novel of Moby Dick that I read, part of, I think. Interesting, cool uh, drawings, cool pictures. <laughs> uh I've, I've read the whole Bible, um, and I like to read parts of the Bible sometimes. It's been a while since I've done that. I was reading Dylon's book. I need to get back to that. Dylon, my former de facto producer, Bad Choices Make Good Stories is the name of his latest book, I believe. And, uh, yeah, I like it. I started to read, I read uh, a couple of O'Reilly books about Trump, United States of Trump. I read that one because it's interesting. I'm interested in... What O'Reilly has to say, believe it or not, even though he's Irish and Catholic and a normie boomer and not particularly, a little bit anti-white maybe, you know, but irregardless, which is not a word I like what Bill O'Reilly has to say. And so I read that and I also read uh, Killing the SS by Bill O'Reilly because I wanted to hear, I wanted to read about the Nazis. 
and uh, what the Jewish people were going after them were thinking. So that was interesting. And I started to read, oh, Arpaio has a book out from the past couple of years. A listener from Arizona sent that to me, signed copy of it. And I've read part of it. I need to read more. I would like to read more of it. Maybe have him on if it's not too late. He's about 90 now. Or maybe older. Anyway, thank you, uh, Greenwall. Hope I did that Super Chat justice. DJ Onpa with the Diamond Hake. How do I stop a dog from biting me? <laughs> Says John Pa. Well, I learned on Twitter from Chef Andrew Gruel, who may or may not be a Christian. Down in Orange County, I think he's based. Based. Uh... <laughs> and I saw it in reply to a tweet that was, quote, tweeted by Cernovich, Mike Cernovich, center-left guy, generally pro-America guy on Twitter, I would say, right? I like him. Pro-free speech type of guy. A father, married. Cernovich, quote, tweeted, new, new euphemism dropped larger dog, and he, quote, tweeted this tweet of, from Crazy Clips, I believe it was what the account is. Larger dog you know, bites or grabs smaller dog, and it's a pit bull. <laughs> and so, how do I stop a dog from biting me? According to Chef Andrew Gruel and different uh, old wives' tales or urban legends, <laughs> you stick a finger where, it, not where it counts, but uh, in the rear of the dog, <laughs> and it will release its bite. <laughs> That's the story. I mentioned that in the way that people know about it is I was watching American Anchor Baby. I came in late. I watched the beginning of it later yesterday. I came into American Anchor Baby, and American Anchor Baby was talking about dog bites and how you can survive a dog bite by shoving your arm into its mouth because it cannot bite down hard on you. Kind of like you can hold a crocodile's mouth closed because all of its strength is to snap down, not to open up. So you can a man, a strong man, can hold a alligator's mouth closed or a crocodile's mouth closed. I'm not sure which. Maybe both. Don't get them confused. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. I'm actually feeling a lot better. I was under the weather the past few days. Sorry, uh, anybody to whom I may have passed this terrible sickness. Uh, (laughs) Hey, about to get banned for the the B word reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I disavow that. <laughs> but hey, I saw a video where it seemed to work. <laughs> they pushed the reset button. I don't know. I might have. Oh yeah, but yeah. Nick didn't even want to read it out loud. But he was talking about how you can. I don't know if he means like push your your whole hand into it or just use your forearm and then hold the. Uh, hold the dog's head close to your arm so it forces your arm into its mouth so it can't really close down and and snap your arm in two. (laughs) Any info on supply chain shortage? No useful information, no no useful news from Hake today so far. W-R-P-3-N-D-L-E. You'll have to ask the chat. The chat is where you get your information. It's where I get a lot of my information. Is from the chat. <laughs> Grandpa Daryl asks, so the blank, blank, all is the uh, reset button? 
that's that's what somebody said and made a joke of it. So anyway. No, I was talking about in the rear. And it worked. I saw a guy do it, and it, the dog released the bite. Uh, you don't want to just waltz right into a dog bite, but if one happens, it may be something that you try. Okay? That was stressful and amusing, hopefully for you guys too. Okay, uh, that's that for the Super Chats. I got to get um, to... Some music. It's Chinese music time. It's June, and we love the Chinese. Yet last month was AAPI month. I know I promised some Japanese music. I still have not played any Japanese music. Uh, we're playing Jackie today. Because the Andy songs, the audio is messed up, so I'll have to come up with a solution. So this song is so good. I don't know what it is. We will have to Shazam it. But it's Jackie. Jackie Cheung. Hope you like it. It's the one Jackie's so good. Break. Well, you know. Um, so you musical Philistines, you can cover your eye, your eyes, <laughs> cover your ears and, and uh, sing La 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 if you disavow canto pop or mando pop. Or you can grin and bear it, you musical Philistines. Go outside, shovel snow, rake leaves, plant your garden, harvest your crops, crack the whip on the help. Only justified whip cracking. Don't be, don't be unduly cruel of a master. Be, because you, you have a master too, Christ, according to Paul, who some say is false. Uh, Jackie Chung, everybody. Hope you enjoy it. Chinchin 想念每一夜不曾停歇有快乐有伤悲有誓言爱越来越强烈拥有你的爱是我的
生最好的安排。只要心打开，就能够发现。So good, am I right? 无助这种感觉是我骗不起，告诉我如何能穿越？不能相信爱令人心碎，那种痛楚令我对爱胆怯，想念每一夜不曾停歇，有快乐，有伤悲，有失约。爱越来越强烈，拥有你的爱。Yeah, it's Cantonese. I mean Mandarin. 是我一生最好的安排。终于明白，只要试着把心打开，就能够发现你永远不在。I bet you the lyrics are not even that cringy. It's like an epic anime ending. Says Germanic Templar. Hake will not give up on channeling Fang Fang. <laughs> you mean, uh, what did that other guy call her? Uh, Yum Yum. <laughs> At the end, he said, "Thank you." Nice. Some of his songs are pretty good," says Nada. "I agree, Nada. Sweet, Hake blasting this in his Prius. I disavow. While almost hitting the bum at McDonald's, what a sight that must have been. <laughs> no, I was not playing music, so I, w- I cannot blame musical distraction on a、uh, on my poor driving, my offensive driving. <laughs> Hake is flu- secretly fluent in Asian." I know. I need to hit up my、uh, buddy's wife to teach, learn me some Chinese. Anyway, thank you guys for bearing with me through that. For some reason, the Shazam shares a Sandy Lamb song, which I don't think is the correct YouTube video for it.、Uh, okay. Let me get to Richard. I mean, not Richard. William in California on the line. He has a comment about a prior caller. William, what's up, man? My man, how you doing? Doing fine. Hey, I want to apologize to this caller named、uh, Pink. His name is Mark. I was not celebrating O.J. Simpson killing anybody. I was just pointing out the fact that he really was beloved before he got in trouble and he had everything and he lost everything. That's what I was trying to point out. Yeah. And you—it's not that you were celebrating that he killed、no. somebody. I think that you were suggesting he may well have been innocent, which I think was frustrating to Mark because he we, believes he's we, guilty. We don't know what happened. Yeah, because when you you and、um, you and Nick and you guys were were, were, were a little bit too young. 
Right. Remember this. I was on the ground when this happened, and I can tell you when this happened, I did not like the atmosphere because it was a split thing. It split races. Yeah. I, I've noticed, and I sat back and I watched most blacks thought he was innocent, and I sat back and I watched most whites thought he was guilty. And, and whites, I looked at it as a what big did, divide. What do you, what do you think? I, I, I believe in my U.S. judicial system, innocent until proven guilty without a reasonable doubt. Uh-huh. Because he, in, in a criminal case, if you don't know this, it has to be all 12 jurors. Yeah. In a civil case, it's only two-thirds. Oh, yeah. So yep. I can't say. I can't say I wasn't there. There's too yeah. many theories. You got his son. You got the drug dealing thing. You got his him and his wife never really got along after they divorced. You got too many things that went on. And then his first wife, Marguerite, there was no no fighting, no reports of domestic violence. Marguerite yeah. Simpson. So I don't know. I don't know OJ Simpson personally. I know some people that are related to him. That I grew up with was his first wife. Was his first wife black or white or what? Do you know? Marguerite's black. Okay. And um, quite possibly, you know, Marguerite was black, and her sister and I went to school. I said, "What happened with that?" She said, "I'm going to tell you one thing." When she said it to me, it made me open my eyes and step back and say, "You know what? Don't nobody know what happened with that madness." Yeah. She told me sex, drugs, and rock and roll, just like Bill Cosby. Huh. So I left it alone. I'm yeah. not celebrating. Yeah, that, but I'm going to get to something. Yeah, okay, yeah go, ahead, go, ahead. go ahead. No, it's it's not really. We what we believe doesn't have any uh, effect on reality. No, so it doesn't matter. Not at all. Yeah, not at all. It doesn't matter. You know, I think you had a cons- was was Judge Ito. Wasn't he conservative? He may have been that cons- that uh, Jap- he's Japanese, Japanese, right? That Japanese guy. judge. Yeah. I forgot about Judge Ito. I I remember Judge the name Judge Ito and seeing this. I he's can picture his face. Now. Yeah. 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 Speaking of retirement, uh, first, well, let's talk about this. Um, I'm not old enough to retire. I don't know how you get people that are calling you, telling you that they're retired in their 30s and 40s. Yeah, he, well, and he, for you to retire from the military, wait a minute, for you to retire from the military, there are plenty of military people listening to this call right now that are in the chat and that were in the military. I was not. You need 20 years active duty service. He may have done that. Maybe you have. Yeah, because... You don't sound like it. You don't, you, no, no, no. You don't sound like it. Because I can say this. I don't know why black people want so many things that are not good for them. Because I don't know any retired soldiers that uh, moan and groan about minimum wage and Social Security. That's a fact. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of young people, the young people are a different breed now. They, uh, my age, plus or minus. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the I think you well know that some of the boomers are just ridiculous. Even even they're ridiculously stupid. And yeah. if you need to learn how to use your words. You are not retired if you're getting a social a check from that social security office. Oh. That's not considered social security or retirement. That is not what that is. And if you're retired from the military, you wouldn't uh, moan and groan about minimum wage. I don't know how people over twenty one 
kids are so bent out of shape about minimum wage because what my thing about black people, my people, why do you want so many things that are not good for you? Social security, <laughs> socialism, reparations, college. Yeah. Yeah, you're so right. No, but none but of these that's, things are good for you. But that's typical. That's typical nowadays. It's kind of human nature. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't really see anybody that went through nine weeks of boot camp being that silly, giggling on the phone on a national TV oh. syndicated show. Well, maybe boot boot camp is is maybe not as tough as it on. used to be. Maybe not. I remember there was. A, I don't know why my dad they told want a story. so many things. My dad, yeah, my, I, my dad I told a story one time. My dad told a story one time about a boot camp. He said he felt he got out of shape when he went into boot camp <laughs> because uh, I, I guess he I, was he was I think because he was a they runner. They may have let up on those guys because I can probably guess that the older guys will probably tell you that it's probably a lot different than it used to be. And um, uh, but I, they said it's not an easy nine weeks. It's not, and it, yeah. it, it, it will it will mature you. It will make you come to reality, you know. But on some that, level, yeah. I'm listening to does not. I do not feel that that comes from that. But that's fine. And <laughs> I just want to know why do we want so many things that are not good for us? It's uh, you can't live off social security. But that's totally human California. nature. Doesn't it make sense knowing human nature that you sure. uh, could be you're attracted to stuff that's bad for you because it's because some of that stuff is cushy for a time or it. Or it's like a. Can you live in Cal- Can you live in the state of California depending on a Social Security check, if you get one? Hmm. Not unless you, have, you not have unless you have other other parts of your life subsidized in other I ways. I didn't retire, James. I'm 62. I did not retire. I yeah. stopped working because the numbers didn't jive. I inherited income property. The yep. numbers didn't jive. I let that alone. I couldn't even live off that anyway. Crazy. You can't live off that in the state of California. Yeah, not unless you're subsidized in other ways, like housing subsidies. And, yes, you have something. You right. have to have something. Some, some, some generational wealth, something comes down to you, and you can make that decision and say, okay, I'm not retired. I'm not old enough. I think you got to be 62. So don't stop talking about retirement. You're not retiring, my friend. And you, you, I didn't retire. I just stopped. I had the numbers that support me to not even go after that anymore. Nice. That's not retirement. I appreciate it, man. Uh, Chris, just, 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 Chris just, says, just, just really. Chris says that it's not human nature; it's trauma and addiction, which that's I, I what I'm know, talking Rick, about with human nature. Rick, Rick is a good man. That man was in the Navy. He was in the Navy. He no, knows. I'm talking about Chris, you not Rick. Have retirement in the United States military, unless your friend Frederica went to West Point. Okay, who knows? You got to have ask Rick twenty or better. Now. You're 35. You did that. I give you credit. Well, he's. But you know what? I smell BS when I know it. I think he's I 46. He's it. he's 46, so he could well have 46. That's yeah. a po- good, great possibility. Great yeah. possibility. But here's the deal. But I'm why not that interested so in his up, life why anyway. Why are you just, so caught up in minimum wage? If you are a retired military man, why would you be caught up into something as bad as minimum wage, Social Security? You can't live off any of these things. And another thing. Because he's a brainwashed Marxist. If you think that those 36 people that were standing behind Cornell West are going to actually get into the to Pennsylvania Avenue, 
Yeah, I know. Th- that don't sound like a military person anyway right there. Military people, for the most part, not across the board, for the most part, you notice something about them? You know they what? It, yeah, it makes sense. it makes sense that that um, a person who comes off as sort of a joke would support somebody who comes off as joke a thing. joke. Yes, yes, yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Because I no was offense, not Frederick. We love you. If we love anybody, we love you. But, but you know what? <laughs> uh, uh, Kevin no. Howe cracked me up yesterday in the chat. He said something about your music. Uh, Boys, but boys to chin. Boys, yeah, uh, like Chinese boys to men. Because we had that acapella snapping song. You kill me with this music, you be like a real DJ. You really do a good job. You go, this is from the uh, second. This is from uh, side B. Because I think you're playing the two album set. This is side <laughs> right. B and C, and this cut is number three cut. You That's act funny. like we got these albums in our rotation, James. <laughs> I know. Nice. You all good with me, though, man. It's all good. I'm not trying to attack your caller and everything, but I just don't. I don't. I, I kind of. I smell something here. Yeah. You know, and I know something about military guys. Rick, you're absolutely right. He's a tradesman. He, he knows what he's talking about. You, 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 you don't really survive anything like the military and be so silly. You're right. But well, I think you do nowadays. Because look at look at uh, Millie, Mark Millie. He's a general. Yeah. And he's silly. He's, oh, he's promoting Mark's books and uh, yeah. wanting to understand white rage. Could be. He yeah. acts like yeah. he's serious. He, he has a serious-looking face. He is yeah. a little overweight. Overweight, you know, yeah. fat. Shout yeah. out to the fat people. But uh, I just, just, I just like just wanted to call you and tell you that, man. That, no, how about this? Retirement, no, you're just not working. Oh, you know and what? Spoiler alert office, says you know? that Jackie Chung song, the Chinese song yesterday yeah. with the snaps and the yeah. acapella, it was a color yeah. of boys to men's It's So it Hard was. to Say Goodbye to Yesterday. I didn't know that. It was. <laughs> it was a big hit. Wow. That, that was a big hit. <laughs> what movie, it was, actually, they used it in a uh, soundtrack, too. Okay. Well, right on, uh, man. Well, uh, I forgot which one, but they use it in a soundtrack. I mean, it's a pretty famous song, Voice of Men. It's I'm so sheltered that I learn about American music from Chinese Well, you people. know where they came from. Voice of Men came from Philadelphia. They're a spinoff of uh, the group New Edition. Oh, okay. I didn't know that either. That's cool. Yeah, I yeah, like New Edition. Them. Yeah, they produced them. And, or at least the one song. Uh, another Bad Creation. Another Bad Creation and Voice of Men were spinoff produced produced projects from some guys, the three guys in uh, 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 New Edition. What was it? They had another. Uh, Bell Biv DeVoe? I don't know. Yeah, those are the three guys in New Edition that started producing because, you know, Bobby Brown and Ralph Dredgren and Johnny Poison? Gill were the lead singers. What about Poison? Yeah. Uh, Hassan? That girl is Poison. <laughs> The girl, yeah, the, the, girl, the girl is poison. That's, that's Bill Biv DeVoe. They're cool basically now, the three out. dancers. They're basically the three backup singers in New Edition. Okay, interesting, man. Because you know Bobby Brown, you know, he went solo. Rest in peace. That's the one that was married to Whitney Houston. Yeah. And he then made Ralph Tresvin, he went solo, and Johnny Gill went solo. So the three lead singers had solo careers. I think they're all back together now, though. But the three lead singers had solo careers, and the three dancers in the background, they went into producing, and they were the ones who produced Boys to Men, Another Bad Creation, 
and uh, they got a couple other groups and everything. But I'm gonna go ahead and get off and everything and everybody. Have a yeah, good day. I only listen to right? Jackie and Christian music. <laughs> you just kill me with this, dude. You'd be like, you'd be like saying what what track it is, which <laughs> album, like, and, and it's funny. But you do it in a way that makes me laugh because it's like he acts like we got this stuff in our rotation, <laughs> right? I know. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you can look into this. Well, thank you, you William. This, uh, <laughs> pull your album and the, the, the double album set from 2004 and, <laughs> and cut number three. And then I was like, dang, you just really, you really get into this. And I, What's I funny is I didn't um, even know what these songs were. I had to Shazam them and look them up because I've been listening to this Chinese music for knows. years, not knowing what I was big hearing. Bump, I just, oh, I like bump, this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big <laughs> Bump knows. He knows. He, he's hip to this. This is that's that's a voice of men cut. And I actually think they did use that as a. Uh, soundtrack. Yeah, so, I could no, believe it. So, I can't, it's a great song. Because it's a great song, right? Right. Right. <laughs> well, thanks again, man. <laughs> take care. All right, bro. Take care. Uh, <laughs> man, what a mess. Oh, let me get to this story before I get back to calls. Hang tight, callers and super chatters. You know, there's censorship of real stuff by fakes. I mentioned that at the beginning of the show. And then there's censorship of fake stuff by real people. So I'm not necessarily against all censorship. You know, there is this story a year ago. I covered it, I think, in brief. Mumford and Sons was a band, or is a band, I guess. I don't know where from. I don't know if they're American or American. I don't know if they're British or what. Irish or something. One of the guys' name is Mum- Mumford, but I don't think that's his son's. Uh, but this banjo player, guitarist, Winston Marshall, he, uh, March of 2021, two years ago, not one year ago, that's two years ago, right? Talk TV tweeted, I got, that's where I got this, just as a refresher of what happened. At this pro Andy No tweet in this uh, Mumford Sons censorship folder. Oh, yeah, there's a picture of him. Doesn't he look like a punk, uh, skinny, beta musician guy? <laughs> Shout out to the punk, skinny, beta musician guys, little man. Uh, you know, relatively handsome young man. Uh, he tweeted out, Congratulations, Mr. Andy No, who is an independent journalist guy who is Asian, you know, sort of a liberal guy, but he doesn't appreciate evil Black Lives Matter and evil Antifa. So he covers them. And he may be a bit of an activist journalist, but all journalists are activists, so he's, I don't know, he expo- he's, does good work in my opinion. Uh, but I haven't paid much attention to his work. But I do know that he knows what's going on with Antifa, to some extent, more than the, many of the rest of us. Finally had time to read your important book, You're a Brave Man. And he shares a picture of, a photograph of Unmasked, Inside Antifa's Radical Plan to Destroy Democracy. It's not a democracy, Andy, no. He's Asian, he doesn't know. Read this book, is the quote promoting the book by, uh, quoted of Tucker Carlson. You know, the uh, former Fox News host? 
I guess he's still getting paid by Fox News, and so they want a cease and desist order, even though he's supposed to come out with another Tucker episode today on Twitter. Yeah, I guess he's my competitor. Oh, and then later, he, so he tweeted, congratulations, Andy, no, about unmasking evil Antifa. Far left, right? Extremist, uh, violent people, terrorists. Uh, so then over the past few days, he tweeted later, a few days later, apparently, I have come to the better understanding, to better understand the pain, uh, to understand better, he split his infinitive, the pain caused by the book I endorsed. I have offended not only a lot of people I don't know, but also those closest to me, including my bandmates, and for that I am truly sorry. As a result of my actions, I am taking time away from the band to examine my blind spots. For now, please know that I realize, and he spells it S-E, so he must be British, it's not normal American spelling, realizes with a Z, man, how my endorsements have the potential to be viewed as approvals, as approvals of hateful, divisive behavior. And he spells it the British way. Maybe he's Canadian. I apologize, and he spells it the British way again, not the American way. As this, and it's not the American way to apologize, although it's becoming the American tr- all-too-typical thing to apologize. As this was not at all my intention. So he uh, tweeted that out, and I remember that. Never apologize, man. The heck? What the heck? So, uh, it was a best-selling book by Andy No, by the way. A frequent guest, or was a frequent guest on Fox News. Faux News! What a chump, says uh, Jacob35. Yeah, totally. Totally, totally. I guess Hake is a liberal now. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, so anyway, uh, this year, two years later, the headline reads, Stand Your Ground! Former Mumford & Sons guitarist. Is that fake news, or is the banjo a type of guitar? I guess so. Mumford guy headline. Stand Your Ground, former Mumford & Sons guitarist Winston Marshall. Uh, they have that one song, I Will Wait, I Will Wait For You, right? Is that them? I think that's them. They probably have a bunch of other songs, too. But uh, Winston Marshall is his name. He stands behind, all of a sudden now he stands behind, well, I don't know if it's all of a sudden, but he stands behind this career-ending tweet, even after he apologized for it. What? What? (laughs) Winston Marshall tweeted support for so-called conservative journalist Andy No. Andy No is not a conservative, I don't think. Isn't he not even morally straight in, like, a certain way that we don't really uh, support? But that's not his main thing. His main thing is uh, being a journalist. So he's, he's young. He doesn't know better, right? I think he grew up in the Pacific Northwest. I think he moved out of the country to go into hiding from evil Antifa who hate him. They dox him, try to threaten his life and stuff and get him in trouble. So former Mumford & Sons guy went on this woman, this liberal woman's show, Cat Timpf. I think she's a liberal. She, doesn't she look like a liberal? Skinny, ga- skinny gal. Shout out to Cat Tiff. On Fox News Saturday night to discuss uh, an interview where Elon Musk claimed the left lacks a sense of humor. So yeah, uh, stand your ground now, he says. <laughs> Good for you, man. Better late than never. Stand your ground. Uh, take back that apology. But actually, I think he... So, uh... <clears throat> He has a big, this big platform. Now he's a rocker turned free speech champion. 
pummeled with smears over his tweet supporting Andy Noe's book, anti-Antifa book. Antifa! Anti-fascist, right? Because they think America is fascist, so they want no borders, no walls, no USA at all. Evil Antifa. They go after anybody who's marginally for America. Proud Boys, they hate Proud Boys, and Proud Boys hate them. Proud Boys are kind of liberals, generally speaking. Uh, And Proud Boys tends to defend free speech advocates and other people, normie-type, big-time people like Gavin McInnes and Lauren Southern and others, from these evil people who hate uh, good. Uh, let me tell you guys about why he quit per his June 2021 Medium article. I failed to foresee that my commenting on a book critical of the far left, this is Winston Marshall uh, typing, could be interpreted as approval of the equally abhorrent far right. No, the far right is not equally abhorrent. So-called far right. I disavow all anger, of course, because anger is evil. But the so-called far right, which they're not <laughs> far right. I don't even know anybody who's... Do I know anybody who's far right? Maybe. Uh, they're not equally abhorrent. They're not. They're not. So he's pretending that they're equally abhorrent. You're normie, uh, Winston Marshall. Marshall. But anyway, he's nice. Nothing could be further from the truth, Winston Marshall writes... 13 members, of course, 13 (laughs) of my family were murdered in the concentration camps of the Holocaust, writes this Winston Marshall, former Mumford & Sons guitarist banjo player. My grandma, unlike her cousins, aunts, and uncles, survived. She and I were close. My family knows the evils of fascism. Is that far right or is that far left and just right of communism? I don't know. I've heard different things. Painfully well. I guess was that fascism that, that, uh, that the Nazis did to the Jews people? I don't know. To, so was this guy a Jewish person or was he, were they other, something else that got killed? Allegedly, according to him. To say the least, uh, to call me fascist, because they called him fascist, right? They call anybody who's not them fascist. Was ludicrous beyond belief. Did you know that the uh, FDR was called a fascist? As well as a communist. He was called a communist as well as a fascist. I think that he used to like Hitler until he decided not to like Hitler. I could be wrong. But the liberals used to like Hitler here in America. Time magazine had him on their cover. And then they decided they didn't like him anymore. Something like that. So he was, maybe it was, there was some accuracy to calling him a communist as well as a fascist. FDR did, a f- he was the one who did the internment camps with the Jew, with the, not the Jews, the Japanese. And he did the, uh, what did he do? He, he pretended like he saved us from the uh, Great Depression, which was brought on by communists, right? Commie capitalists, maybe, uh, I think. And he also did social, called social security. He was evil person. Communist. FDR, the wheelchair-bound guy. Not the good Roosevelt. Theodore Roosevelt was the good one, I think. If, if what I was told was correct. 
So anyway, why he apologized. This is going back to Winston, Mar- Winston Marshall. In the mania of the moment, I was desperate to protect my bandmates. Oh, such a, so, such a mama for the bandmates. You know, so protective. The hornet's nest that I had unwittingly hit, unwittingly hit, unleashed a black-hearted swarm on them. Black-hearted, nice word, man, black-hearted swarm on them and their families. I didn't want them to suffer for my actions. They were my priority, so I apologized, thinking that that would, well, I'm putting words in his mouth, so I apologized, thinking that that would get the mob off of their backs. Secondly, I was sincerely open to the fact, this is his fair-minded white side talking, or maybe white Jewish side, whatever he is talking. I was sincerely open to the fact that maybe I didn't know something about the author, Andy No, or, or his work. That happens to me, too. These people say stuff about people, and I'm like, well, I have no idea. But they just make claims very frequently. They're liars. And on top of that, they're not honest about the true facts about what they say. Because they will say stuff that's actual, factual. Hey, not to rhyme. Winston Marshall was born in Wandsworth, London on 20th of December, 1987. Oh, he's just a young buck from a genteel European Jewish family, according to Wikipedia and spoiler alert. Thank you, man. Early life check. Coming through. So, yeah, it's interesting that he uh, was sincerely open to the fact that, well, I don't know, maybe there is something. And maybe there is, I don't know. There's probably some truth to that, too. But uh, it doesn't mean that what he's the work that he did was good, was not good. So this guy quit. <clears throat> this, uh, he quit so he'd be freer, I guess, to talk about bringing on, without bringing more trouble on his bandmates or something, I suppose. Oh, by the way, he started a podcast. He's my competitor now. It's Winston Marshall, right? Marshall is his last name. So he calls his podcast Marshall Matters. Marshall Matters? Doesn't that like a knockoff? A part of my voice, if it's ugly. Isn't that a knockoff of Marshall Mathers? Marshall Mathers is Eminem. Eminem used to be anti-censorship. Now he's a normie who hates Trump. So he's part of the establishment that he hated. What a loser. Was he always a loser? Maybe because he was angry. Just like Harrison Ford was always a loser. And I just didn't catch on that he was such a girly man until now. So, uh, well, yeah, good for him. I wish him well. Winston Marshall. Talented uh, banjo player, I guess. Marshall Matters. Marshall Matters. Kind of like Hake Report. The Hake Report is like Hake, Hake covering what mat- the different matters, various matters, matters that matter. Anyway, whatever. Marshall doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I'm kidding around. Uh, but here's a quote. Pardon my voice again, and I will get to calls to... Give it a rest. Give your tender ears a rest. Uh, papa, show this quote, or this, uh, yeah, Mumford Guy 5 censorship Marshall quote. Hassan, my, my trusty uh, sidekick. <laughs> He'll beat me up. <laughs> I'm happy to say I have rebuilt my life now, and I'm doing exciting things, including my podcast, Marshall Matters. Oh, there it is. Oh, Lord. He has no regrets about leaving Mumford and Sons after getting canceled. I'm liberated. Uh, nice. It was painful for him, though, all that hate. Painful to the ego. 
because it wasn't actually painful, I don't think. Looking back at the music censorship movement of the 1980s, spearheaded by then-second lady Tipper Gore, Forget you, Tipper Gore, and forget the PMRC, said uh, Bouncing Souls in their uh, PMRC song. Emily, they didn't say the word forget. They said a different word. I disavow it. Punk band. Uh, he pointed to the ironic flip of, and by the way, Tipper Gore was probably a demon rat because Al Gore, I know he was a demon rat, Democrat. He pointed to the ironic flip of censorship originating from evangelicals. What is Gore? It's Tipper Gore, an evangelical? Tipper Gore. I've never knowingly seen her. I only know Al Gore. He got fat and he invented the internet and an inconvenient truth about the uh, climate change mess. Ironic flip of censorship originating from evangelicals now coming from the left. Isn't that interesting? Well, they're both sides want to censor. We censor righteously and they censor unrighteously. We've now turned where the censoriousness comes from progressives, he said. The only real de- way to deal with it is to not be scared. Why are you splitting your infinitives? You're a British person. Oh, he's a Jewish person. He's subverting the English language. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Jews and the subverters uh, and the English language abusers, including Hake. Uh, to not apologize. It's say not to be scared, not to apologize when you've done nothing wrong. Yeah, you, you shouldn't have apologized. So he, does he admit that he's wrong for apologizing? To not be scared, to be, to be not scared or to not to be scared of the mob. <laughs> fixing his quote. And to stand your ground, stand by your convictions, he says. Well, he's not a Christian. We cut him some slack, right? But that's an interesting statement. And uh, also interesting, the Unabomber said something the same thing. I found this on uh, TKR official telegram. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) TKR official telegram. A couple of them, actually. Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber. I disavow him for the sake of the channel, and I know nothing about him, except that he allegedly and maybe was convicted, I think he was convicted, of, you know, bombs and murders, which I don't, I don't like that. It's not good. Maiming and murders and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, that's a good one, but show the other one. Uh, Hassan, the tall one. In the United States, a couple of decades ago, and Ted Kaczynski allegedly wrote this maybe, I don't know, 80s or 90s? A couple of decades ago, so in the, what, 60s, 70s? When leftists were a minority in our universities, is that a fact? Leftist professors were vigorous proponents of academic freedom. And I'm putting sass in his quote, but probably he wrote, he wrote this with more dignity than Hake is saying it. So forgive Hake for the sass with which he reads Ted Kaczynski quotes. But today, in those of our universities where leftists have become dominant, they have shown themselves ready to take away from everyone else's academic freedom. This is political correctness, PC. The same will happen with leftists and technology. They will use it to oppress everyone else if they ever get it under their own control, said Ted Kaczynski. And that's a fact. That is the truth. So, uh, yeah. People who do allegedly do evil things, they can say stuff that's true. It doesn't mean we endorse whatever evil things they may have done. Dumb boomer liberals. 
oh, Hitler said that, so uh, you endorse a quote from Hitler. Hitler also said, the earth is a ball. <laughs> so eat that, ball tards. Anyway, and I agree the earth is a ball. <laughs> so I disavow the Unabomber, but he said a true statement there. Isn't that a fact? Think about the most, think about the most marginalized people, and then I will get back to calls, guys. Because I've made this point many times. Ad nauseum, I've heard. Ad nauseum. Uh, the most marginalized people I can think of in terms of the public square. You know, these whites. The whites who don't hate whites. Or they who purport to love whites. Maybe they really do. You know, like uh, these guys who are f- not for censorship of the whites. They're for supporting whites, not hating whites. They're for, not, for whites not being... Uh, I disavow the replacement theory for the sake of my channel, I guess, right? I disavow that theory, but the ones who talk about how whites are becoming a minority in their own country, countries, which I disavow that for the sake of my channel, but they, uh, nice Alex Jones voice. It's not, I'm not trying. Pardon me, pardon me. Let me calm down. They can't even have a website on their own, in their own country. They have to get a website server host from some other country to host their websites. You know, like the internet, like Daily Stormer, these people who are censored from the internet, from every platform. You guys mentioned Alex Jones. He's, he's not even into the white thing, really. But he's censored everywhere, which I disavow Alex Jones. He's my competitor <laughs> for the sake of my channel, I guess. I'm disavowing like everything. So, uh, yeah, and that's a fact. So Ted Kaczynski predicted correctly. He was right. Oh, and here's a nice quote, which I don't know if he lived this out, if he indeed allegedly committed suicide. Maybe he was suicided. Maybe he was killed. But if he committed suicide, he did not keep and hold to this quote. But this is a nice quote. Never lose hope. It's assigned to him, which I disavow him again for the sake of my channel, but... I found this on TKR official Telegram. It's Asmodor's Telegram. Uh, I'm a, I've appeared on his show a couple of times. Never lose hope. Be persistent and stubborn and never give up. There are many instances in history where apparent losers suddenly turn out to be winners unexpectedly. So you should never conclude all hope is lost. Yeah, and you don't even know what hope means, what the future may hold. You may be... It's not going to come turn out how you think it will turn out, or what you think of is the best thing is not what God's plan is or what life turns out to be, but you'll be fine with life, whatever comes, come what may, right? Nice. Uh, I disavow that come with Maith part. It's corny. Only because it sounds corny. Que sera, sera. Whatever will be, will be. But yeah, I don't lose hope. Uh, so if he committed suicide, does that mean he lost hope? But he may not have did, did that, done that. It's not made out of did that, may not have done that. So I just thought it was interesting that Mumford and Sons guy said the same thing as Unabomber, Ted Kaczynski, about leftists and liberals and technology and censorship. <laughs> Uh, 
Okay. Uh, I'll tell you tomorrow about the hypocrisy, I guess. Or maybe to, maybe later, but about the ban on bands. This silly guy, J.B. JB Pritzker, Governor J.B. Pritzker of Illinois, is uh, banning book bans. He signed a bill to prevent book bans in the state of Illinois. Illinois. Pretending that... Uh, what did I tell you in Hake News today? He pretended that... Um, what did he say? Book bans are about censorship. Yes, all censorship is not bad. Marginalizing people. Yeah, you're about marginalizing people. I just told you about marginalizing people. Marginalizing ideas and facts. Uh, some of your all I, some all ideas are not right, and all facts are not truth. And some some of the facts that you give are selectively presented, and you don't present alternative facts. Because alternative facts give the bigger picture to the whole truth. And you don't give the whole truth. Governor J.B. Pritzker, Democrat. Is he the fat one? Is he one of the fat ones? Not as fat as Chris Christie. The measure takes effect January 1st, says public libraries will not be eligible for state money. And state money. State money is so evil. Meaning the people's money. Or I don't even know whose money it is anymore unless they adopt the American Library Association's Bill of Rights or their own statement prohibiting book bans. The signing comes amid a surge in laws limiting access to certain books with the vast majority written by or about members of the LGBTQIA plus so-called community and the people of so-called color. The association, the evil association, American Library Association. Did you know librarians are a bunch of evil, dumb liberals who hate Christians and whites and children and uh, men and families. It's a fact, according to Commie... Well, the Commie Nonsense Network gave that report and I gave the side note. According to Hake. <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting. I'm pro-censorship, I'm pro-freedom of speech, except for vulgarity and lies. Vulgarity includes the LGBT mess, and lies includes the LGBT mess, and lies includes the fake racism CRT stuff. Communist fake history, Howard Zinn, a people's history of the United States of America, stuff that normie, stuff that normie CNN believer Frederick from Los Angeles believes. Uh, we're not victims. We're we are victims. We are at the bottom of the totem pole. <laughs> Give me a break. But this all started. This uh, book censorship all started. I know I'm going long with this China virus commie shutdowns. So the liberals shut it down and they shot themselves in the foot because it exposed the schools to the lazy parents who weren't paying attention to what their kids were being shoved down their throats by the evil teachers, evil female brainwashed teachers, blind leading the blind, Zoomers and millennial teachers and older too, scared female selfish teachers and teachers unions not wanting to show up to work during the China virus scare. And uh, so parents finally realized the gobbledygook that the... was pushed down their children's throats. And so Republicans, rhinos, uh, followed, responded to that backlash from the parents by banning books that I don't know about nor care about. And so I'm not entirely for these book bans because I don't know about the book bans. I'm neither for nor against, really. But I'm a little bit more for them than against, I guess. I don't want to take sides. (laughs) Too bad. 
<laughs> Too late, I did. But, uh, you know? Anyway, take your kids out of the schools. Luminiferous says, I told my mom I wanted to be homeschooled because kids in class are out of control. When I was in a child in uh, middle school, middle school, that means like 6th through 8th grade or something like that. It used to be called junior high when I was a kid, or over here it was. Uh, yeah, I know, the kids are so out of control. Uh, especially the minorities, are my right? <laughs> Shout out to the minorities. So this book will soon be allowed on the library shelves there. White Identity, Racial Consciousness in the 21st Century by Jared Taylor. Ask spoiler alert. Hmm. Yeah, probably not that book. Those are marginalized. W- w- those marginalized whites will n- still be marginalized by the liberals. Uh, anyway. So it was based on like normal people. Normie normal people. Shout out to the normies and the normal people. Seeing the horrific stuff being pushed. And then the, all of a sudden the demon rats, Democrats... Pretend like they're the ones who are pro-free speech. Not. Anyway. Let me get to Stephen in Raleigh, North Carolina, who's on the line, been on hold forever. What's up, Stephen? How are you doing? Hey, doing good. Let me, I'm sorry, I might be on speakerphone, so I don't want to turn it off. You sound okay, though. Go ahead. Okay, hey, how are you doing? Fine, thank you. Yeah, um... I guess I'm calling in uh, just to give you a shout out and say hello. Nice to everybody. And uh, yeah, I don't really have anything. Oh, I remember you. You've called in before. Nice. Nice to hear from you. Yeah, a couple times. Yeah, it's been a couple years now. Okay, I didn't know it'd been that long. Yeah, yeah. How you doing? Fine. (laughs) How about you? That's what's up. I'm doing okay. You said that's what's up. Right on. Yeah, yeah. So, so for the subject matter, I'm gonna give a shout out to Freddie. Because uh, I know, like you guys have like a a, a thing going back and forth, but yeah. I, I like it. I, see, like when it comes to like even Joe Kenyon, let's just say uh-huh. Joe from, I like the, uh, the the whole back and forth. I mean, agreeing or not agreeing, it doesn't matter. I think that's that. I think that makes this show so awesome. Nice that you have. Yeah, yeah, I, I dig that. Right that, on. That's what. Shout out to. Freddie, Frederick, Frederica from Los Angeles, and Sleepy Joe from Phoenix, Arizona. Shout out, guys. (laughs) You guys help make the show better. Hake, you sharpen Hake. No, no, you you make it better just from being you, but I'm just saying, like, you know, uh, when when those calls come in, that's when I, uh, even even me, like, you know, like, I I just love the back and forth. I think I I love it so much. Cool, man. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, well com- I want to keep you forever. No worries, man. Case. Call me again sometime. It's good to hear from you, Stephen. I will. I will definitely, brother. All you, right. You take care. You as well. Bye bye. Bye. Short and sweet. Uh, that's how I like it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Daniel in Texas is on the line. Daniel in Texas, what's up, man? Hi, James. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for calling. My question is, what do you think of Twitter? I like it. I like Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's evil. It's run by. Evil people, it's, it's, can, it's potentially evil because it sucks you in and wastes your time. Uh, but I like the platform. It's, it's a great source for news and videos and things like that for me. 
and it's a uh, it's maybe my top favorite social media platform. Yeah. Do you remember when it first came about? Vaguely, I joined it kind of late. I knew about it, and I didn't join it until uh, after Jesse Lee Peterson was called out by the ladies on The View, and they were, like, bashing him for saying it was a mistake to give women the opportunity to vote. And I, somebody had the bright idea of tweeting at them to have Jesse on. But, so that's when I started my Twitter. But, yeah, when, I vaguely remember. That was 2013 when, or so. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so it was a few years ago. after, or several Oh, okay. How about you? I I don't think anything of it at all. Um, Do you go on it at all? No, I don't have an account or anything. I don't care about it. Oh, okay. I remember first knowing about it, you know, when I watched uh, Comedy Central um, with The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. Yeah. And that's the first time I would hear about it was Jon Stewart talking about it. Okay. Because that was in, in... what, like 2000 or 2001 or something? No, right? no. I want to say it started in like 07. Was it 01? Twitter came out in like 2008, according there, to Slam Free Poetry, who's a no, flat earther, was, so take was, what Evo says with a grain of salt. <laughs> it, it had to have been before. I think you're a flat earther too, huh? Uh, I am a flat earther, but that's not what we're talking about. Yeah, it's about. irrelevant. <laughs> um, Twitter founded date. March first, March twenty first, two thousand six, San Francisco, France, San Francisco, California. Oh six, okay. According to Google, uh, which is evil, so I don't know. I, I just, I just remember um, when it first came out. Uh, John Stewart would talk about it, and uh-huh. I just did not care about it. Like I was like, why, why is he talking about this website that came from out of nowhere? Yeah, but he wouldn't shut up about it. Interesting. And then, ev- and then ever since then, it has been in my periphery simply because people won't shut up about it. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's my uh, sentiment about it. Uh-huh. And it's on all sides. Yeah, and yeah. I, yeah, you know, and I, true. I've, I've essentially gone through life, you know, just having this kind of in, in my periphery, <laughs> wondering what the big deal is, and right. being totally unconvinced that it's worth anybody's time. Yeah, I think it's 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 probably a net negative in that way. Like, uh, you find out about interesting information, but that just feeds the ego. It doesn't do anything, really. Like, all the information that I've ever learned from Twitter, I don't know if any of it has been useful to my life, except for presenting mildly amusing stuff on the Hake Report, maybe. So you have an account and you post stuff on it? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Less Can you so- imagine? What's up? Can you imagine, like, coming into work and, you know, your producers or whatever, like, you know, James, uh, we, we got a little trouble here. Uh, you people on Twitter uh, re- overreacting yeah, you, to something you said. Oh, dear. Yeah, you, yeah I know. You said, uh, you said, I don't know, like, you, I voted for Biden or whatever, and then you're like, well, it was just a joke. Right. And then your producers are like, well, we got a big problem because that, we're getting <laughs> shut down left and right. <laughs> and uh, Twitter is All dominated by... Uh, Evil people like uh, jur- so-called journalists. Journalists are the some of the scum of the earth. Not to dehumanize them, but they well, are not. I mean, they don't act, treat us like humans, but we treat them like humans. <laughs> well, I mean, let's be honest. Was it ever created by good-intentioned people? That's a good point. It was created by people who were mama spirit people. 
Because the only thing that I really uh, remember of it is John Stewart wouldn't shut up about it. And that guy's not a Christian. No. What, and, and what made you even tune into John Stewart? Who even cares about John Stewart? But but because, that's because back then he was the uh, you know when when you were just a college kid basically. Okay. You know, yeah, well, yeah. I was beyond that. But I mean, still, that's just kind of where people will get their news. Now they get it on that's the internet. That's funny. You got your news from a comedy late night show. Well, you ain't gonna. You're not gonna watch that boring five p.m. You know, whatever news. That's funny. News or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why would you watch that? You know, you you, you want something funny and entertaining. You True. don't want to. You know, you know, you're working. You're yeah, yeah. Burgers I or get whatever. you. I get you. You don't want to deal with all that. No. Did you used to be liberal back then, or did you used to be like non-political? Out of curiosity, uh, non-political, and I think pretty much everybody was essentially non-political back then. Yeah, um, the, the most political thing was support the troops, you know, <laughs> during that time for, for obvious reasons. Oh right. right, yeah, yeah. But there, you know, most people generally were, um, you know, uh, under the impression that our country needed to come together. Yeah, and that's what that time was. And this whole division stuff is really a, a, a 2016 thing. You know, it's really 2015, 2016 thing. Not well, even, I wouldn't even say 2015. It's It's been a long time coming. There's The country's been divided ever since f- maybe for uh, civil war, so-called civil war, if you no, think about really, it. I mean, I mean but, it's, it's come and gone because, you know, think about the 2000 election, Bush versus Gore. It was a very divided country. It was a very close race. And then, you know, Obama tried to divide the country, successfully divided the country a lot because people were fighting each other and hating each other. And he yeah, stirred I the mean, pot. I, but you're right. But I, you're right. 2016, I, I, it I got even I, more out of control. Well, maybe I, I just have rose-tinted goggles on about the past. Not entirely. Seem, not entirely. Go ahead. It does seem like now, you know, it's more than ever. People yeah. are, uh, are out, outraged by everything left and right. Yeah, because um, social media dominates and people freak out and flip out and act in crazy ways on social media, because they get away with it. Yeah, and one of the things JLP had mentioned um, on his show, he had a caller call in about, um, uh, oh, I don't want to throw people under the bus, but it, but JLP's response was basically, you know, this, you know, just don't blame people. Yeah, like, just, it was I'm a great. That was a great message. It is a great message. Regardless because, of the guy's point, he may have been making a yeah. a, a valid point, but the bottom line. Sure of don't blame is key. Yeah, well, my, my thing is, uh, I get tired of blaming the J word all the time. Like, it just yeah. gets old. Right. right. Like, it was it was funny, but now it's just like, I, I just don't care. Yeah. Right? I just don't care. Um, can we talk about something, you know, a little bit more productive? Yeah. Um, now, that's not to say that, you know, anyway. Each person I'm, is... I'm, each, di- I'm digging a hole. Each one is wrong <laughs> for, for... Each one is responsible for one's own actions. The yeah, the Jays yeah. for theirs, the yeah. Christians for ours, the the whites for theirs, the blacks for theirs, the women for theirs, everybody, yeah. each individual, and, like and God that, God held know, each one responsible: the serpent, the woman, and the man. Right on. Yeah. Right on. I called the right place. Appreciate you, Daniel. I gotta run, okay. man. Good to hear yes, from you. you. Call me again. All right. We'll do. Bye. All right. Bye. Guys, this has been the Hake Report. There's some more Super Chats. Mays from the sundown town of Dayton, Ohio, wanted to talk about military and joining Young. I have to call, get to you tomorrow, Mays. I wanted to get to you today, but I cannot. And Rick from Hampton, Virginia, wanted to talk about reparations. Man, I cannot get to you guys. Uh, DJ Onpaw says, 
Do you know? Any, do you have any hobbies besides wearing dogs as rings? <laughs> I disavow that. Uh, maybe I do. I guess I'll have to answer tomorrow with a more full. Maybe I don't know if that was a serious thing. <laughs> but that's funny. I've never done that to a dog. I've never had that problem. Guys, let's listen to another Jackie song. This is a nice song too. I don't know what song it is, but enjoy it and uh, let's listen to it together. Jackie Chung. Hey, is it another cover? I will never know. So nice. I'm here to be tortured by music. Wow, Jackie. So nice. Just disavow your whiteness, Hake. <laughs> Whoa. What do you mean? So good. Isn't it nice? Slow Jams by Jackie Chung. <laughs> Translation of song. Take, take your meds. <laughs> Sweet melody. I feel like practicing kung fu. <laughs> Jackie Chung is Hake's father-in-law. Jackie Chang's daughter is a lesbian. I disavow. Is that true? Joao Friday's coming in, guys. I forgot about that. Joel Friday TV And then American Anchor Baby Thursday Women's Forum Ladies I was a little late in starting this. 
Bye, guys. See you on Joel Friday TV. Adios.